talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And welcome back. And uh, it was a, uh, I think it was Scott Townsend or uh, Mark Bernard uh, retweeted it. The treadmill is dreadmill. Yeah, I like yeah, that. Yeah, I, I, that's I, a good yeah. quote. I like that. Yeah, it is. It's a horrible thing. Just a ter- frankly, any kind of exercise is a horrible thing. Other than I have to say, playing racquetball, I love. You know, I do two hours of playing racquetball, get a lot of exercise. Usually lose two pounds when I play, although it's you know mostly water loss. But at least when you're playing a game and you're working out, you know, whether it's basketball or whatever it is, you don't feel like you're working out. But the but with the gym thing, not fun. Oh, I not like lifting weights. I love yeah, my I lifting do. weights. I love yeah. doing circuit training with my weights. Yeah, I do. Um, I have a trainer twice a week, and and she beats me up a little tiny thing. She beats me up on a regular basis. And uh, you know, the secret to for guys, the secret to working out hard is to have a really good looking trainer. <laughs> I can believe that. <laughs> yeah, you know, you just you have this this burning desire to you know, and of course they have no interest whatsoever in you, none whatsoever. But you you know, you're convinced being a guy with an ego. Oh yeah, you know, I I I put on a little bit more bulk here. She's gonna love me. You know, so you work a little harder with that. But uh, somehow... and you know what, my trainer, you're gonna laugh. My yeah. trainer is something like, he's seventy. His wife is wow. like sixty five. And they were titled bodybuilders back in the day, oh, and cool. they still work out themselves. That's cool. And they've been doing it for so many years that they know what's going to cause permanent damage to you. Oh, funny. <laughs> so, you know, they don't push certain things, you know, and they have workarounds for certain exercises, right. and they've developed their own. It, it's really, you know, quite a difference um, than it working is. out with a standard trainer because they, they really understand some of the things that, ooh, you know, I might admit to being over 40, where you could damage your knees or, or something like that. So, right. Yeah, it's it. tough. Hey, I want to tell you that Jack LaLanne lived to what in his, was it in his 90s or was he? Yep. Yeah, came, came but he ruined his teeth doing that yeah, stunt where he boats. pulled the boat. Yeah, exactly. Did you know that, Weston? Do you know who Jack LaLanne was? He was a famous bodybuilder, right? Yeah, I yeah, right. Really good. And he yeah. had it. He had the first TV show to have people do exercise at home, right. and all the housewives, bah, way back in the day, used to stay at home and they used to do their little exercises with Jack LaLanne. Yep. And the man, he became really big in juicing. And he yeah. like had the Jack Lane juicer, mm-hmm. but he lived till uh, in you his nineties. You have to be 90s. careful how you say juicing now. Juicing has a different yeah, connotation it than does. it used to. Uh, Not the juicing kind where you yeah, shoot vegetable up juicing. Stuff. Yeah. Right, vegetable exactly. juicing. Yeah. But the deal is, once in his life, he did some kind of stunt where he pulled this huge boat in his teeth while he swam, mm-hmm. and he ruined his teeth. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that'll do it. Can, can you imagine the TV executive? Who Jack Lane came to and said, "So I'm going to do about this show showing people how to exercise." Yeah, like right, buddy. I'm going to watch some TV exactly, show where somebody's exactly. exercising. It's it's kind of like the same guy that came up with the idea for bottled water. You know, he went yeah. to the companies. Yeah, hey, I, I got this great idea. Let's bottle water and sell it for five bucks a bottle. Yeah, right. You, you know, I had an opportunity water. to invest in that. I said, "No, I'm never doing that." So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So listen, you and Weston were going to talk a little yeah, bit gaming. about gaming. And uh, Weston, have you been playing Mass Effect 3? Actually, I beat it last week. 
Now, were you disappointed with the ending? No. And don't tell. Uh, of course, he knows not to tell the ending. Of so. course. He won't yeah. give a spoiler yeah. out. I understand. Spoilers are the worst thing that anybody can do to someone else, I think. So right. I, don't worry about me spoiling anything for you. But you were, you were not disappointed with the ending. No, I was completely satisfied. Given that there was three games, it's been uh, quite an emotional adventure going through all three of them. I, I felt like they did a good job of not explaining everything, but leaving some uh, some of it to interpretation. So cool, uh, how long did it take to, to play the game? How many hours did it take you? Oh, geez, it's going to have to be a rough estimate. Uh, I know some days I would put in like five hours, so over 20, well over 20, I think. Which is actually not a lot, frankly. Uh, and, you know, some video games go 40, 60 hours. Unless you're particularly good, mm-hmm. they tend to last longer than that. Well, so that's really not I, I a long... I think I'm pretty good. So yeah. I, <laughs> I can get yeah, well, through things pretty fast. Uh, and you like the game? I, I loved it. I think it was a great, great uh, last edition. And I think it's anybody should get it. Oh, this is the uh, this is the final edition of uh, Mass Effect? Of this trilogy for this main character, Shepard, yes. Okay, all right, I'm going to start it this week. So I'm going to have an opportunity to uh, to play with it. I just got it, and uh, and I've heard great things, other than, Marsha, you were talking about, and, and Weston was talking about, the ending that nobody likes. Well, the, yeah, there's a big uproar about, I, I obviously, Weston, it didn't bother you. No. But um, I was reading an article this morning that they're even thinking about readdressing the ending. Yeah. In the game. Yeah. I mean, I sent you the story, Mark. Well, what yeah, I got it here. Yeah, I'm, I'm just looking. Look at. I mean, would you, Weston, would you go out and replay the game with a different ending, or would you go and, you know, in, in video games, sometimes, you know, at your save, you can save at a certain point and then go back, and I assume that you'll get to see the um, the new ending if it's there. Right. Well, actually, that was one of my pieces of news. Uh, I was actually, I've been talking to Scott Townsend about it. We've been tweeting back and forth about this. Yeah. Um, but um, the Mass Effect team, yes, yeah, we're going to be re- revisiting the end, and I think it was uh, the co-founder of Bioware, Dr. Ray Musica, I think that's how you pronounce it, released a statement on Bioware's website saying that they are hard at work providing game content initiatives that will help answer the questions, providing more clarity for those seeking further closure. So it sounds like they're not going to do so much an alternate ending as opposed to just adding some extra content to at the end, probably. You know, I will say that when you do play these video games, and certainly in the case of a trilogy or others, you get involved with the character. Yes. I mean, you do. You know, I mean, I know I've been playing uh, one of my favorite games, Uncharted. You really like the people in the game and the characters in the game. And you become, you know, they become, in fact, sometimes I even see them walking around my house. I'm not quite <laughs> sure what that's all about, but it's, it's a little frightening. Uh, but no, you do get involved with these characters. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I think that, um, you know, I think that it's good that I, I think they should maintain their artistic integrity for mm-hmm. keeping what they did because a lot of us are completely happy. I mean, most of the critics that you see, they like it. And I honestly, I think I trust the critics more just because they're looking at the whole product as itself and as opposed to the kind of angry fans are just really into it and not really thinking about the rest of it. Um, so I'm completely satisfied. And a kind of funny thing that uh, Scott also sent me was that these scammers actually um, released this. Well, yeah, they went on this website and they released an alternate ending Mass- for Mass Effect 3. And it actually turned out to be a scamming thing that if they downloaded it, then, you know, scammers could access their data. So a lot of people actually downloaded it. Huh. Um, I'll actually I'll retweet what he sent me the link to it, but it's a video and they talk about it and I just thought that was so funny because people are that desperate for that alternate ending. <laughs> okay, all right, well that's good. I'm I'm anxious to play the game, so I'll we'll, I'll try to get in that next week and give you a review the following week. Uh, what else did you find in video gaming? 
What else? Well, I'm not sure if you were familiar that Bioshock was in the uh, process of making a movie, uh, the, the game Bioshock. I love Bioshock. I thought it was a great game. And I'm guessing you're also excited for Infinite then? Uh, you know, I didn't play, uh, you're talking about the new version of it? Uh, the new one that's coming out this year. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. They came, now this is the third one, if I remember right. Is that correct? You're correct. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't love the second one as much as I did the first one. Yeah, well, they're actually, they've been working on a movie, I think it was first announced in 2008, and I just read an article that they just lost another director. I think the first director uh, decided to uh, take a producing role uh, with the movie, but their last director that they hired, which was uh, Juan Carlos Fresnadillo, I think he was the director of 28 Days Later, well, he dropped out because... Uh, right now, there's a big problem with trying to agree on the budget and the rating of the movie, like the uh, you know PG-13 and R and everything. And as you probably already know, Bioshock is not exactly uh, well PG-13 material. Right. Exactly. It's, yeah. It's definitely R material. So I guess the problem is that there's this 160 million dollar budget for this film, but it will only be approved if the movie is made PG-13. Which really? Uh, which of course the 2K people are saying, well, that's not really honoring our fans. With this product, because this is definitely an R rated with all the gore and oh yeah, just the theme of it. So right now they're they're kind of caught in the middle. Huh. Okay. Well, that's good to know. Uh, when is it? Yeah, infin- really. Is it Infinite? Is that the name? Infinite is the newest one that'll be released this year. And did they say when that's coming out? I think it's coming out in the fall, but I'm not completely sure. Okay. And uh, the last, there's a couple more things with uh, GameStop. Um, I'm not sure. Also, have you played? The last Grand Theft Auto, which was Grand Theft Auto oh, yeah. 4. Not a huge fan of Grand Theft Auto. I, I You know, I don't know why. One, it makes me dizzy. Uh, <laughs> it does. I mean, there, you know, there are a lot of people. You get car sick? Yeah, I do get car sick. Uh, there are a lot. I have to drive. I can't drive. I can't sit in the back seat of a car because mm-hmm. it makes me nauseous. And a lot of video games do make people dizzy. And yeah. that happens to be one of them. That reminds me of when I, I first tried to play the very first Halo with my mm-hmm. dad. And, uh, gosh, I think he played for 10 minutes. He's like, Weston, I can't play anymore. I have a yeah. headache. Yeah. Well, watching someone else play is worse than playing oh, yourself. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's right. I think that Halo, I, you know, I have a tolerance level in some of these games where it's about 45 minutes. And for some reason, after 45 minutes or so, I start to get dizzy. And I can feel it. I start sweating. I start to get dizzy. So some of those games really do affect a lot of people in that way. Plus, of course, they always warn you about epilepsy. Right. That if, you, if you're uh, susceptible to epilepsy, the, the I don't classes. know. I've never heard of anybody except in the news that... Uh, <laughs> yeah, and, I, and nor <laughs> and have I, but... Epileptic fit, you know. Yeah, but I don't want to be the one that finds out, so... Yeah, I'm, right now I'm taking a Photoshop class, and this is actually one of our classmates is uh, epileptic. So he told the teacher and pretty much announced to the whole class that he had to sit in the corner because he would just have to get on the ground because he'd have random epileptic seizures. Right. During And so, you know, that was kind of interesting when he, he went through one. And then our teacher's talking. He's not really sure what to do because he knows that he's going through it. And it's not like life-threatening, but he's just, you know, on the ground and he's teaching. He's not really sure what to do. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? Lots of stuff to... Uh, Does you know, he I, do any gaming? You gotta um, ask him, Weston. Uh, I don't think so. Um, he didn't seem like the ki- the kind of person that would game, but of course, you know, books. You can never you can tell. Never Mark doesn't look like a gamer either. I don't. I do not. I used to sneak into the game store, uh, you know, in the, the early days and say, "Oh, this is for my kid." I would never play a video game myself, you know. But do you think my child? How old's your child? Oh, forty. Uh, you know. So yeah, right. yeah those, those are the kind of things. All right. Well, that is our gaming report. Weston, thank you. Marsha, have you ever heard of a catalog called Entertainment Earth? Yes. 
Yes, okay. I have. I just got it in the mail yesterday, and i got to tell you some of the funny things. I've never seen this catalog before, but oh, I've got to tell you about wait. some cool stuff. We'll be right back. <laughs> this is Marsha Collier here with Mark Cohen, and we're on WS Radio, the worldwide leader in Internet talk. You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Thank you for listening to WS Radio. If you are not listening on your smartphone, WS Radio and our friends at MentorMate have just made it a lot easier with our new WS Radio 2.0 iPhone, BlackBerry, and Android apps. Just search for WS Radio in the iPhone store, BlackBerry, or Android market. There are all free downloads so you can listen live or on demand to your favorite show. These new apps work on most iPhones and for the newer BlackBerry and Androids. After you check them out and see how well they work, pay a little visit to our preferred app developer, MentorMate. They have been programming mobile applications for over 10 years now and are one of the few companies that handle all three major smartphones. The world is going mobile, and that is where your company should be. To learn more about MentorMate and our new WS Radio 2.0 phone apps, log on to wsradio.com forward slash mobile. That is wsradio.com forward slash mobile. Love to read but just don't have the time? With Audible.com, you can catch up on reading simply by listening. Audible has the largest collection of digital audiobooks, over 85,000 titles in every genre. Listen to a bestseller on your iPhone, BlackBerry, Android smartphone, or one of 500 other compatible devices. Visit audible.com slash wsradio today and get a free audiobook when you try Audible free for 14 days. That's audible.com slash wsradio. Are your salespeople running at the speed of the Internet? Are you providing the tools they need to compete? Bjorn Stansvik from MentorMate has a solution for increasing the effectiveness of your workforce. The most common problem we see our clients facing is that their salespeople don't have time for learning. IQPAC provides an adaptable mobile learning solution to help your sales force easily master the knowledge to compete effectively. Go to IQPAC.com. That's IQPAKK.com to learn more. For the past decade, I've been recommending Kingston for all your drive and memory need. And each year, they never fail to impress me. If you've never used an SSD before, the V-Series might just be the ticket. Let's say you've had that computer for a few years and it's starting to run a little slow. If you're not ready to replace it, Kingston's SSD Now V-Series solid-state drive can kickstart that old system and make it feel like new. It will improve performance as boot and shutdown times are reduced and programs open and close faster. In general, the system is snappier. It's like breathing new life into an existing system. If you own a desktop, the 30-gig Kingston V-Series SSD is the perfect companion to that hard drive you have with all that music and movie. Put the operating system on the SSD and keep the data where it's at. Sit back and watch your old desktop operate faster. There's a capacity and a model for everyone wanting to upgrade from a traditional hard drive to a solid-state drive. Check out the Kingston SSD Now V-Series. SSD at www.kingston.com. Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And welcome back, 877-474-3302. If you want to get us on Twitter, it's Mark and Marsha or Marsha Collier or Mark and Marsha on Gmail. 
all that other good stuff, Hashmark Tech Radio. Uh, before I talk about the catalog, my sister-in-law dropped off a nice present for me, a giant bag of M&M pretzels. Have you had these yet? No. They're, I don't like, I don't eat much candy. I, I don't like I, candy. I don't eat a huge amount of candy. But uh, Western, are you a, um, an M&M's fan? Uh, I mean, chocolate, yeah. I mean, usually I prefer like solid chocolate or like brownies or cookies, like something baked. But I, I will. Like, yeah, I'm a baked goods fan. There's a big difference between a candy well, baked, and a baked, yeah. baked goods fan. I, yeah. I, I, I just, I can't, I'm scarfing my way down the bag and I still can't decide whether I like it. It's an M&M with a pretzel inside of it. So the ad says pretzel, crunchy, salty, sweet. So I'm still working on whether I like these or not. But yet I am scarfing them down. So the hour of treadmill use I went this morning just went away in four minutes. Yeah, that's useless. So listen, yep. so before you go into your entertainment earth, yeah. um, I, I sent you a link. It's so cool. And I'm going to tweet it out. Um, Converse, you know, Chuck Taylors, which are taking another, uh, everybody's loving them. Everybody's wearing Chuck Taylors. Weston, are you wearing CTs? No, I'm wearing Vans. Uh, oh, that's I'm I'm a Vans person. But anyway, Chuck Taylor Converse is big again. I'm looking, and yeah, I'm looking at the thing you said. I'm a Nike. They did guy, a license with DC, cool. DC I Comics, which I love. Yeah. And they now have Wonder Woman. <laughs> Those um, are cool. Yeah, and it's got like Wonder Woman comics on it. It's very cool. Wow, are so, these expensive? Yeah. I don't know. Does it have a price on these? Mm, I don't know. Sure. Next, they're going to have Justice League of America, Batgirl. Huh. I'm Very sorry cool. to say that I don't know who Chuck Taylor is. Who you is don't look at the shoes. You don't. Well, you've never worn I... CTs. Uh, no, I have not. Oh, they're they're athletic shoes. They've been around for oh dear gosh, forever. I'm an athlete. Athletes wear Nike only. Yeah, but you see, Chuck Taylors were before Nike. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, the Converse, okay. They the Converse, actually, I know. Converse I've worn. Well, no, that's, uh, well, but they kind Chuck of, Taylor, you know, Chuck Taylor All-Stars. Okay. I mean, they were the, they're referred to as Chucks, and they, Chuck Taylor was a basketball player in the 20s. Really? In the 20s? Yes, wow. 1920s. And the Converse shoe company started making these shoes. And in 1921, a basketball player by the name of Charles Chuck Taylor joined a basketball team sponsored by Converse called the Converse All-Stars. Okay. And he helped them develop this shoe, which has become iconic. That, I mean, well, they may they've have been improving here. it. Pardon I mean, me? They have, well, they have Superman, so I may have to take a look at these. They're, apparently yeah, they're coming out I with mean, the DC line and with Superman. They're really comfortable, and they are really, really cool. And uh, you need to look into Chuck Taylor's. Nike Nike has a different attitude. I think um, when you're wearing CTs, you're a little more retro. Really? Uh, yeah, but it is very, side. very cool. Very, Wait, very cool. You know, I'm familiar with his wine. Is that the same thing? No, Two Buck Chuck. Oh, no, that's not, no. he's not the same one. <laughs> no, Two Buck Chuck's different. No, no. I, I get so confused by that, you know. Uh, but, I, I actually have to say I've never had Two Buck Chuck. Has anybody? I have. Is it good? Um, yeah, it's not bad because, you know, I'm not a big drinker and no, I might like a glass of wine. Mm -hmm. And when you drink red wine, it's not like white wine drinkers who can, you know, they put the bottle in the refrigerator. They're constantly drinking red wines to be drunk at room temperature. So pretty much I have one glass out of a bottle of wine and it's ruined. Mm. Weston, yeah, are you old enough to drink yet? No, he's not. <laughs> April 15th. It's coming up. 
All right. Uh, so he'll he'll be having his first alcoholic beverage in April, Two correct? Chuck. Yeah. Well, I've had alcohol before. I'm I'm not you know completely innocent. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Oh. I'm sorry if I ruined that image for anybody. <laughs> he, you are so fired because we here on the show believe that you shouldn't be drinking until you're 21. Uh, interesting. Okay, actually, that's uh, you'll have to tell us about your uh, 21st birthday celebration. And you know what's really funny is I'm actually going to be going to Vegas for my 21st birthday, not because I'm turning 21, because I uh, actually got a scholarship with the Broadcast Education Association, and their, nice. their award ceremony is on my birthday in Vegas. Wow. Nice. So I thought that was really funny. Well, tell us places. what that means. What does that mean? Yeah. Oh, you mean my scholarship? Yeah. Um, I got uh, it was a $1,500 scholarship um, for uh, two-year or junior college students, and I applied for other ones, but I realized that I didn't qualify because I'm not going to a four-year. So I, I was able to, though, uh, get that scholarship. It's a, it's a na- national-wide um, uh, uh, competition, so I was one of like two or three people, I think, to, to get it. Wow. Congra- nice. Well, first of all, congratulations. So when you grow up, you want to be us? <laughs> uh, one way or another, you know, I want to work for like G4 or IGN and do gaming as like a as a whole, you know, get paid and do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nothing wrong with getting paid for uh, doing something you really enjoy. Exactly. Very, very cool. Congratulations. That's Thank awesome. Uh, Marsha, fire him immediately. He's trying to compete with us on the radio. <laughs> get him I'd, have, I'd have my show after you guys. Like, oh, like good. Okay, good. Something, you know. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, that'd be perfect. Uh, all right. So this catalog. I've never seen this before. It just came in the mail, uh, and it's called Entertainment Earth. I've never ordered from it. I don't even know where they are. I mean, it says Hollywood. I don't know where they're actually based or where it they're... Kind of, it, it's kind of like a pop culture, not as cool as Think Geek. Right. But well, kind of on the similar thing. They don't really have custom stuff, but like if you're into action figures, which I have like this massive action yes, you figure do. collection, yeah. and, uh, but you can find the stuff here. Well, you know, I'm looking, it's actually funny, I'm looking if they're in Simi Valley, California, which is a stone's throw from where I live, so I'm going to have to go visit them in Simi Valley. But they have some very cool stuff. What caught my eye as I was kind of thumbing through the catalog was they're selling the golden gun from the 1974 James Bond film. And my daughter and wife, five or six years ago, or maybe longer ago than this, maybe ten years ago, bought this for me. It's a collector edition. It looks exactly like the gun from um, from the man with the golden gun. And it you you take it apart, and it's a pen, and it's a lighter, and it comes with the bullet. And it was exactly the same thing as the man with the golden gun's gun was in from 1974. This thing is not cheap, and this one is four hundred and twenty nine dollars. Mine kind of comes in more of a nicer collector's case. but uh, So that caught my eye, and they've got some really cool stuff in here. One of the things that I thought was really cool, and I would never, ever buy because it would creep me out, they have a big Twilight Zone collection in here. <laughs> and they have all the figurines from the different, you know, the famous Twilight Zone episodes that, you, you know, if you were, uh, Weston, have you ever seen Twilight Zone, the originals? Yeah, I used to watch all the old films, A-Team, uh, Mission Impossible, back from the 60s. Uh, we had, since we had no cable, I had to find, you know, something to watch. Oh, you poor deprived child. <laughs> uh, we should, uh, Marsha, we should adopt him, because apparent, apparently his parents weren't taking care of him. <laughs> well, sweetie, you're always into these things, and I remember your great story about buying your Freddy Krueger doll. Yes. Yes. Uh, and how's that going for you? Your big it's investment great. In the- <laughs> I, I think you know. I paid thirty bucks for that Freddy Krueger doll. That I've told the story before. Wait, what so year? What year was the Freddy Krueger okay, doll? Okay, I have it, to Was f- it the one from nineteen eighty nine, maybe, or That's later? 
Uh, it was in early 89, Yeah, probably 1989. That sounds about right. And what it was, is it was this hideous, and I still have it, it's this hideous doll that was a talking Freddy Krueger Yeah, doll. he's like got a green and red striped shirt, right? Yeah, exactly, right. Just like right. from the movie. And I bought this thing, and, and I was working at the time. My office was in the Sherman Oaks Galleria, which became famous because of the movie uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. So if you, if you saw Fast Times at Ridgemont High, you know the Sherman Oaks Galleria. And in that Galleria at the time, there was a toy store. And I'm watching the news and I see this report that they have discontinued, uh, that they have pulled the Freddy Krueger doll from the sales because it was so hideous and so scary that they literally pulled it from the market. So I ran down to the toy store that was in the mall and of course I bought one. Fortunately, I didn't buy a hundred of them. I bought one of them, put it in my closet, and it's been sitting there for 20-something years. So Marsha was kind enough last year, I think, to look it up on uh, eBay for me. Well, I'm doing I, that for you right okay, now Okay, look at it right now. All right. So, so it's, before you give the price. It's still new in box, All right. right? Before, you give, before you give the price, I'm going to say that I paid in the 20-plus dollar price range for it in 1989. And the current market price, Marsha, is... Well, is this the talking Freddy Krueger yep. doll? Or? Talking Freddy Krueger. It is in the box, you never will, been opened. You will be more than th- now. How many years ago did you buy this? Nineteen eighty-nine. Mm, yeah, so twenty-two years ago. And you paid twenty-five bucks for it. Yeah, I'm saying in the twenties. I'm thinking. Ah, you doubled your money. One wow. sold on March twenty-second for forty-nine ninety-nine. There you go. So if I amortize <laughs> that over the, I made a dollar well, a year. Well, no, considering how the stock market's been, really. <laughs> yeah, well, so it wasn't a bad return, you're saying. No, you know. Okay, so that was that's my Freddy Krueger story. So anyway, you buy these things and you don't expect to make any money. But the, you know, a lot of the dolls that, and and for those of you who have never seen the Twilight Zone, if there's anybody out there. It's every Labor Day or some day they show a 24-hour Twilight Zone marathon. And it is one of the few shows that in history holds up well. So they've got every character that was famous in the Twilight Zone episodes. Uh, the, uh, let's see, Harry Bemis, which is one of my favorite episodes that we'll talk about when we come back. If you remember the Harry Bemis story with mm-hmm. Burgess Meredith. Do you remember that one, Marcia? I'll, I'll, I'll tell the story when we come back if you okay. don't. Uh, but they also have, do you remember the one with William Shatner sitting in a diner? Yes. Um, no, the diner. I remember him in the airplane. Well, that was another one. This With one, the monster a, on the outside on the wing yeah, that only he that, could see, right? Yeah, they, they have that actually. That's one of the characters they have in here. But this one is a replica of the little, it was called the Mystic Seer. And you put a penny in it and it gave your fortune. You remember right, that he right, and his right. wife go into the town? Right, right, and yes. They wouldn't let him leave, and it kept going on and on, and it's an exact replica of what this little mystic seer was, and it was creepy. It was really creepy, and I'm not bringing that thing into my house, but I might opt for the Twilight Zone lunchbox, because they do have a metal Twilight Zone oh, lunchbox. Lord. But I do have to tell the Harry Bemis uh, story when we come back. I have my square footage full of uh, collectible garbage, and it's going to stay that way. <laughs> yeah, we're going to invite all the all of our uh, listeners to come over to Marsha's house and take a look. We'll, be we'll right do back. the we'll do the Trek collection. Yep. This is Marsha Collier along with Mark Cohen, and we're on WS Radio, the worldwide leader in internet talk. You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Love to read but just don't have the time. With Audible.com, you can catch up on reading simply by listening. 
Audible has the largest collection of digital audiobooks, over 85,000 titles in every genre. Listen to a bestseller on your iPhone, BlackBerry, Android smartphone, or one of 500 other compatible devices. Visit audible.com slash wsradio today and get a free audiobook when you try Audible free for 14 days. That's audible.com slash wsradio. You know, selling online can be a challenge, but thanks to Dymo Indicia, shipping isn't. With Dymo Indicia, you can print prepaid U.S. Postal Service shipping labels directly from your Mac or PC. By eliminating your trip to the post office, Dymo Indicia lets you focus on finding, listing, and selling your products. My friends can save hundreds of dollars on a Dymo Indicia postage solution by visiting endicia.com slash cool eBay tools. Dymo Indicia is the leading internet postage provider with over five billion dollars of postage printed. Indicia is integrated into over a hundred third-party applications, which makes your inventory management easy. You get access to discounted delivery and signature confirmation, discounted parcel insurance, and hidden stealth postage. Shipping internationally with Dymo Indicia, you can also print a first-class international shipping label. Dymo Indicia is the smart way to get it done. Visit endicia.com slash cool eBay tools. Attention online sellers. Introducing a great source for high-quality, low-cost merchandise. Genco Marketplace is America's largest wholesale source of store returns and closeout inventory. Our huge volume and variety of products means online sellers can be insured of a steady source of supply. Find electronics, housewares, shoes, apparel, tools, and general merchandise all from one site. Discover the web's one-stop product source you can trust. Pallets for sale are posted to our easy-to-use e-commerce site, GencoMarketplace.com. There you'll find what you need fast and view a detailed list of items in the pallets. No surprises. Genco Marketplace has direct liquidation contracts with America's largest retailers and manufacturers, which means that buyers purchase direct from the source with no middleman markups. Huge variety, low risk, and fast, easy online purchasing. Register for free and begin bidding on loads the same day. Sign up today at GencoMarketplace.com. That's G-E-N-C-O Marketplace.com. Are you an adventurous wine drinker? Would you enjoy trying a bold red with dark fruit and a spicy finish from Hungary? Or an amphora-style Chivi Pinot with layers of complex flavors? Carpathian Wines hand-selects extraordinary wines from premier Central European wineries. At CarpathianWines.com, you'll find amazing dry whites, big juicy reds, even the famous Tokaya Azu. Discover award-winning limited production wines from the heart of Central Europe. Find them only at CarpathianWines.com. 